Hi everyone! Today we'll be discussing and reviewing the Wind of Change podcast. I'm your host Christine and you're listening to episode 4 of Gossip Nation. I'm going to start off by telling you all what Wind of Change is about and why I'm obsessed with it. So journalist Patrick Keefe is the head of the podcast, um, and Winter Change brings the listeners along on Patrick's search for the truth about a rumor he heard from his friend Michael. Now, Michael used to work for the CIA, and he heard from a co-worker who heard from another co-worker that the hit song Wind of Change by the Scorpions wasn't written by the Scorpions. He claims the CIA, in fact, wrote this song. And you may be thinking, who cares about a song, or that's ridiculous, the CIA would never write a song. But Wind of Change is not just any ordinary song. The song is strange for a number of reasons. One being that Klaus, a member of the Scorpions, wrote and released Wind of Change months before the collapse of the USSR. And since the song is about change coming, you could probably see why the CIA might want to be involved in something like that. The U.S. government is very against the Soviet Union and would love nothing more than a song about change occurring to be very popular. It's also strange that Klaus said himself he never wrote music, and this song just sort of came to him. The other strange thing is the Scorpion songs had never, ever been political before, and now this song was inspiring people to protest and stand up against the USSR whereas mostly before their songs were about silly things like girls. And to give you some idea, um, their album before the album When to Change was on was called Virgin Killer. It is also interesting to note that this album was the first one they ever recorded in the U.S. They never did before because they're a German band, and they always sang in English, but they never recorded in the U.S. because they didn't live there. But if they are working with the CIA it would make sense to record in the U.S. The band also decided to record this song with a Russian version. And why would a Russian version be needed? Maybe because the CIA wants the Russians to actually be able to understand the song and get a real grasp of what the meaning behind the song is, so then they'll want to revolt against the USSR. So throughout the podcast, Patrick brings the listeners along with him to talk to many different people to try to get to the bottom of this rumor. In episode one, Patrick and his friend Michael get in contact with the person who originally told Michael this story, Oliver. There's only one problem. Patrick informs us that, quote, technically, legally, Oliver can't even tell me that he's ever worked at the CIA, much less that the agency engineered a covert operation to write a song that would end the Cold War. End quote. Meaning that Oliver would not be appearing on the podcast because he was very afraid of getting in trouble. Next, I wanted to discuss a little bit about a quote I found that relates to this topic. So Oscar Wilde is a poet from the 1800s, and he wrote an essay called The Decay of the Living. In that essay, Oscar wrote that life imitates art far more than art imitates life. And I thought this was really interesting because Window Change came out and became really popular in the Soviet Union, and then the USSR collapsed. It was almost as if the people were imitating art 
in this case, the song. The people hear this song about change, and then in an instant, they fight for change and it occurs. This song inspired and showed the people living in the Soviet Union that change was possible and that there were better things like democracy. I can so relate to the life imitating art quote because I've personally experienced it. I've listened to really depressing music, sad music, and then guess what? I feel really sad after listening to it. So that's how I know a song is powerful and it can really change how you're feeling. So it just makes so much sense that possibly the CIA would want Wind of Change to be released and then they knew everyone would want change in their country. I wanted to tell you guys a little more about my favorite episode. So in my opinion, the best episode by far is episode 6, The Doctor is In. Episode 6 introduces us to Doc McKee, the Scorpions manager. Doc isn't your average manager. He was involved in a massive drug scheme. And what's even weirder is that everyone who assisted the drug operation in any way got jail time. Even a guy who had keys for a gate to open up the roads for the truck with the drugs on it to get through spent three years in prison. But no, Doc McGee, who's running the scheme, gets let off with no jail time. You may be thinking, that makes no sense. And I thought this too, till Patrick explained that there was more to the story. Snake Sabo, whose band Skid Row was also managed by Doc McGee, tells Patrick and the listeners at home that part of Doc's plea agreement was to set up the Make a Difference Foundation for drug and alcohol abuse and also to set up a two-day concert in Moscow. Snake Sabo says, quote, it was an opportunity to bring Western culture there, end quote. I hope now you can see why Doc getting off with no jail time could make total sense and be favorable to the U.S. government. Think about it. Western music like rock music could influence the citizens in the Soviet Union to want to leave communism and to have more freedom. This is exactly what the CIA wants. So instead of locking up Doc McGee in jail, where he's useless, why not force one of the most successful managers to bring his bands to Moscow to go influence the people to turn against communism and the Soviet Union? I wanted to end this podcast with a brief review on Patrick Keefe's Wind of Change. One thing I loved about the podcast is it always kept me on my toes. I was so excited after every episode to click on to the next one and find out more details to the story. I loved getting closer and closer to the truth. I also never knew what was going to happen. It was really hard to predict, which for me meant I just had to keep, just had to keep watching it. And I just kept getting pulled in deeper and deeper into the mystery. I was a little disappointed that at the end that there was no clear truth if it was written by the CAA or not. But I guess that's the fun of conspiracy theories. I would definitely recommend this podcast. In fact, I already have recommended it to my brother and my mom because yes, it is amazing. Another really good thing the podcast accomplished was truly making you feel like you were a part of the mystery. The podcast included a phone ringing, making me feel like I was a part of the call. And then it also included blasting music when Patrick went to a Scorpions concert and I closed my eyes and I envisioned myself there. 
Thanks for listening to episode four of Gossip Nation. See you next time. Thank you.